Today we're going to be uh, exploring digital discipleship and we've called it exploring digital discipleship because we've all been exploring digital dis discipleship over this past season. Yeah. Uh, I guess to start with, we kind of answer the question, what is discipleship mm -hmm. and why is it important? Yeah, well, I, I mean, simply said, I think discipleship is... Um, uh, is formation into the likeness of Jesus, growing people to become more like Jesus. And um, we could also say it's being apprenticed in the way of following mm. Jesus as well. Mm. And that the gospel actually births us into this new kingdom, that it restores these four relationships. I believe the gospel is not just about our relationship with God, which it is, but also our relationship with ourselves, relationship with others, and our, our relationship with the world. Mm -hmm. And so it's being formed into the likeness of Jesus in the context of those four relationships. So, so let's try and explore that a little bit. What, what do we think? How does that happen, actually? You know, how, do, how, how are people formed into the likeness of Jesus? Yeah, well, I think I think that's the process, isn't it, of being mm. a disciple, and the, and the best word we have, disciples, we've not got a great is not a great word no. for what that is, and and that's part, I guess, of the challenge of understanding discipleship. The best word we've got is an apprentice, yeah. where someone is taught by somebody else. That's apprenticing, yeah. where somebody who knows how to, uh, you know, conduct themselves or do something in a particular area teaches somebody else, watches them as they make mistakes and develop and grow. And so that whole process, that journey of ongoing development happens through people connecting together. Mm -hmm. I, I guess an important thing to recognize with that as well, in terms of somebody following somebody else, or, you know, Paul said, um, follow follow me as I follow Christ. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we talk about those four relationships, God, others, self and the world that there are we can be discipled by multiple people in different areas would for you different, agree with that for different things yeah, yeah definitely yeah. i think i think it's good to pick up on that and even when it comes to coaching or discipleship people will often say well i'll have a coach for this area of my life one aspect and another area and i think that's true to say that it's it's good to think well you just don't need one person mm. to disciple you you need a mixture of people don't you yeah it's to very really good help you along and personally, I found that there's been seasons as well or periods mm. of my life where someone has had a huge influence, mm. you know, sort of, let's say, the main influence in my life. I mean, for me, when I first became a Christian, that was my pastor in my local church. And for, you know, uh, however many years, at least, at least 10, 12 years, his influence and his example and his training was the main influence. But then as, as life moves on, other people, you know, roles shift and people, uh, you are discipled by different people in different areas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So is there a lack of discipleship in the church today? Yeah, well, I think we would say yes. Yeah, and we, but we'd also say there is discipleship happening. Mm. Yeah. I mean, one of the things, um, obviously, we don't want to talk too much about the pandemic because we think, I think that's a, a bad thing to talk too much about it. But one of the things that did highlight was almost this sense of panic mm. in the church mm. that, oh, if, if, Christians are just consuming our content. Yeah. If they're just showing up because they like our music, they like our services, they like the community, if they're just consuming what's on offer, 
then they're not going to last and they're not going to go forward. But if they're disciples of Jesus and we've made disciples of Jesus and yeah. also that happens not through through people, through the interaction, then they'll last, whatever happens, mm. just for, like we have the church has for 2,000 yeah. years. And so there was this, there, there was this panic, what, where's the level of our discipleship at in that? And I think also if we're saying, yes, there is a lack of discipleship, I would say in some of those areas we mentioned too, I think we've got strong discipleship uh, ideas about how do we disciple somebody in their relationship with God. You know, you, you attend church, you worship, you read your Bible, you pray, yeah. you get in a small group. You know, that that often is very Godward. But have we got any systems, any ways that we disciple people in their relationship with one another mm. and their relationship with themselves and their relationship with their world? Maybe we're weak in some of those areas. Mm. I mean, it's good just to think through this idea that actually people did panic a little bit, didn't they? Yeah. To, to see, you know, had discipleship gone down, were people going to turn up? But I think on the whole, what, what we've experienced is actually people have turned up and yeah. they've been, they have been more than consumers. I think maybe in some cultures, that idea of being a consumer is much more real yeah. than maybe in the UK. I think, I think our experience, certainly at Icon Church and maybe other churches found the same, that people have turned up you know, yeah. by and large, haven't they? Stayed connected. Yeah. Stayed connected. They stayed, you know, even if we say they've stayed giving, they've stayed part of all yeah. that Were you know, even mm. all that stuff people were panicking about, weren't they, from giving right through. But I, mm. I think one of the things that has highlighted, actually, there is a level of commitment to the cause. People yeah. are connected to Jesus. Therefore, I think they're going to turn up yeah. more than what they would if it was some other cause. Do you yes. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I think you were mentioning those, you know, those areas and those four areas mm. that we've we've kind of highlighted, uh, you know, God, others, self and the world. And I think, you know, even just throughout the past year, we've seen that, yeah, maybe we've been good at discipling people towards God. But you've seen in instances in culture, mm. but in people's lives, the lack of discipleship towards others, towards yeah. self and towards the world and those things. So we're talking digital discipleship, yeah. which really is like online. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Zoom meetings. Um, On your phone. However you want. <laughs> messaging, <laughs> yeah. all of that. Social media. Yeah. So here's a question. Is digital discipleship real discipleship? No, <laughs> I think it's a big discussion, that isn't yeah. it? I think aspects of it are real. Yes. Mm. Personally, I think a lot of it, you can, so you can do a lot of training, I think, online. Mm. Um, and you can learn a lot, but it's, it, you're still missing the human touch, aren't you, really? Yeah. And, and you need the human touch for discipleship. Not just the divine touch, of course it is that yes, as well. Yeah. But there's something about this interaction. So is it real? It is real. Mm. Is it working? It is working. Um, yeah. But what would you choose if you had an option? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's a good question. Mm. That is. As I as I was thinking about this, I was thinking, well, how, how did Jesus disciple mm. people? And I think there's some things you can do online. Yeah. Um, and then there's some things you need that life on life. Yeah. And so I was thinking, well, Jesus taught taught, taught the disciples, mm. and um, that's how we disciple people, don't we? You know, we yeah. gather together, mm. we open the scriptures, and. Uh, Hopefully, we're preaching messages that are relevant to Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, yeah, Thursday, yeah. not just to Sunday. Yeah. And so that's discipleship. Here's how to live. Here's how to respond. And you can do that. You can do that online. You can have that 
um, communication. You can have that mm. understanding online. But then when you watch the life of Jesus, a discipleship happened as they asked questions. Well, yeah. what did you mean about that? Mm. Mm. Now, I, we don't do as much of that online. Now, you can yeah. uh, do that online. You were sharing one example of that yeah, uh, yeah. this morning. Even. Yeah, so like we were just doing like a, you know, the version Bible app. Uh, we're not sponsored by them, by the way, but I but think we're happy to be if they come to us. Yeah, yeah, if you're listening <laughs> yeah, to this, Craig, 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 get in touch, uh, get in touch. Um, but like we were doing, and on there, you have this moment after each day where you can put comments. And we mm. had one of our young leaders, we were just going through a Bible reading plan, who would just ask questions after that. And we'd send back the answers. And rather than as I have to meet mm. and do that, it was a simple way of that being accessible. And mm. I think I think it's important to recognize this with one of our young leaders, that future generations online is real life. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And this is how they're interacting with each other. So they're, you know, like you, um, you know, as leaders, you might be in 20 WhatsApp groups. Well, most young people are probably in about 60 WhatsApp yeah. groups. Plus then they've got their Facebook messaging groups. They're yeah. in these groups and all the time they're messaging. And I think... If we can get the mix right, I think we're right, yeah. right in the fact of there is moments where it needs the human touch. But what a great opportunity yeah. to be Absolutely. able to be in somebody's yeah. life it, it, like every day, yeah. even yeah. if it's just one message. Yeah. Every day we get to have that touch with somebody. Yeah, and we'll come back, we'll come back to that, mm. the, the amount people are online. But, but again, going back to Jesus, so the, you know, there's obviously the teaching, which mm. we can do online. There's the questions, mm. which I think there's the questions and the interaction of what does that mean, yeah. which I think doesn't happen a lot. But if we could, more of that would help our dis digital discipleship. But then there's the filter of an example. Mm. And this is the this is the bit that G that that the disciples were able to watch how Jesus applied his own teaching. Mm. And they were able to understand the teaching of Jesus because they saw that personal and they had that interaction. Uh, and in that interaction, there was encouragement. He sends out, let's say, he sends out the 72. You go yeah. and do what I, I've done. You can do it. Is that encouragement? And and we'll talk about it when you come back. Yeah, and, good, feed, good feedback model as well. Yeah, yeah, brilliant feedback. But then there's the rebukes, yeah. you know. Peter, I don't, I don't want you to think like this. Get yeah, behind me, yeah, Satan. Yeah. Yeah. That's not the way to think about this. <laughs> it's hard to do could that. You, could you imagine receiving that in a text message? <laughs> yeah, yeah, WhatsApp, yeah. if you want. Yeah, well, yeah, we, we've yeah, had to yeah. close down some WhatsApp groups because they were doing some yeah, stuff. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. So, so there's a lot, I think, in terms of people's discipleship journey, and that's the thing to understand. Discipleship is a journey, mm. so you can move people online towards Christ. Mm. And oh, towards yeah, yeah, following yeah, Jesus. Yeah, definitely. But then I think if I was to frame it, I, the thing that people need is a physical incarnational example that they can follow. You quoted Paul, follow me yeah. as I follow Christ. He's saying, you know, I'm trying to follow Jesus and, and I'm thinking this way, I'm acting this way, I'm responding this way. And we need that. And um, we also need that through imperfect humans. Mm. You know, I, I know in my life, there have been so many people that I've rubbed shoulders with and come close to, and uh, I've actually thought, they think about that differently to me. Mm. And that's that's been a challenge. 
and helped me grow. Mm. So, so yeah, I think it's I think yeah, a little bit of a mix. And, and, and some some real pros, isn't there, with mm. digital discipleship? I mean, if we think of some of the pros that that that, yeah. that are there, you know, it's easily accessible. Yeah. You know, yeah. pe- people can connect. Uh, mm. You know, any time of the day. You know, wider audience catchment. You can reach people. You know, yeah. disciple people across the world where yeah. you know they had to be. So there, there is pros there. I mean, there's quite a few others we have there on a list. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Chip into that. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, like um, you know, it's there accessible. I was just even thinking, mm. I was at small groups uh, have become more accessible for yeah, yeah, for people for people who've got families. Yeah. So usually somebody would. You know, one one parent might stay at home yeah. with the kids, putting them to bed, whereas the other might go to connect, and they might alternate that. We yeah, we yeah. see that in our mm. church, people would alternate. Yeah. You can go this week, yeah. you go next week. Whereas it's online, yeah, they're just putting the kids to bed. There'll be ten minutes, yeah. and then they're in the small group, and so it, you know, there's that, you know, that kind of like easily accessible. It's it's there for them. So yeah. more, more touch points in one sense, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. You know, yeah. as you said earlier, because like if you can get stuff out to people once a day and people, I suppose it's the engagement mm. of that, isn't it? Yeah. But, yeah. but it does give us that more touch points for people. Mm. Yeah. So so there is real benefits, I think, you know, in the d- digital world. We can't, it's not going anywhere. It's here to stay, isn't mm. it, really? Yeah. yeah. I had a statistic uh, actually just uh, this last week that people are reading uh 27 minutes of content per day on Instagram. Wow. 27 minutes on just on Instagram. And they're reading 11 minutes of content from everywhere else. Mm. 27 on 27 on Instagram, 11 from books, newspapers, anywhere else. Um, You know, and that's, that's person. So people are being discipled online. And actually, the online environment is geared to disciple people. So, uh, like, how many adverts do you see a day? Yeah. Yeah. On you, and that's people disciples, discipling us in consumerism mm. and chasing commodities, mm. you know. And so some somebody is wanting to shape us into the image of consumers. Yeah. yeah. I mean, lots of people, not just yeah, a somebody, yeah. a one person. <laughs> But actually, I think it's a tool that we have got to use even better than we've learned to shape people into the image of Jesus. You've asked actually, or you said a phrase, or you've asked the question of our church, um, are we being discipled by the world or are we being discipled by Jesus? Jesus. Uh, Great question. And I think this is really important to recognize in digital discipleship. Because it's very easy to be discipled by the world, yeah, rather than by Jesus, yeah. Um, you know, like you know, you can say through, like who you listen to most, yeah, is who, who you'll become like, oh, or God. your thoughts will become yeah. like that. And um, you know, twenty-seven minutes worth of content read on Instagram—that's who you're listening to most. The loudest voice. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, I'm even just talking to the people who are listening, maybe it's a question we have to ask ourselves. Yeah. I know I have to ask myself, who am I being discipled by? Is it the yeah. world? Yeah. Or am I being intentional about who I'm being discipled by, who I'm listening to, who are the voices that are speaking into my life? I think firstly, like, it's a good place to start in myself. Yeah. Mm. 
but then also helping our churches and helping them realize that yes, social media is here to stay. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be around online. Yeah. is going to be here to stay. Mm. But let's use it wisely. Yeah, I think is a discipleship moment in itself. Of yeah, you, you could get yeah. discipled by the world. Yeah, who are you listening to? What are those voices? And I think understanding this is the starting place. So you've got to understand that that stuff that we're consuming as we scroll our screens is shaping us. Mm. It's discipling us deliberately. Deliberately, yeah. in many cases. Yeah. But then also the algorithms. Yeah. <laughs> so when when you like a series of things, the algorithms behind all of that technology are going to show you more of what you like yeah. and more of what you love. So eventually you're just talking to yourself. I'll, I'll say it's interesting because this <laughs> just comes to mind because I say to like some of our young people and some of our young adults, I'll say, uh, you need to get around people uh, who are not just going to tell you what you want to hear. Mm. They're going to tell you what you need to hear. Social media is just going to tell you what you want to hear. Yeah, yeah. And it's going to point you to that all but the time. But again, we can't harness that in we one can. sense because yeah. like if we've got, if, if our people in our setting, you know, they're, they're online and they're watching the right stuff, then those algorithms, whether we like it or not, are going to push similar content their way. Yes. So it, it can work yeah. to yeah. our advantage. And we, I suppose, coming back to that, that idea, how do we harness that yeah. as, mm. as as followers of Jesus? What do we do to harness it? Because yeah. yeah. it's like it's not going anywhere, so we've got to do something with it. We yeah. can't ignore it. We've got to somehow harness mm. and use what's out there. Because yeah. I think Jesus yeah. would have done the same, wouldn't he? Really? He would, yeah. And I, and I think one of the... I think the things one of the things we've got to help people understand is Jesus is not always going to agree with you. Mm. Yeah, discipleship often is the reforming and or the reshaping, yeah. and he's going to change your mindset. He's mm. going to change how you think about things, and if you're not being challenged and transformed and changed you're probably not being discipled mm. by Jesus. You, I like that. That's you're good. actually being mm. discipled by the people you agree with. Yeah. yeah. And you're just getting more sucked in that. Yeah. So when push comes to shove, you'll make choices based on that discipleship, yeah. not the following of Jesus. And and so we uh, need people to understand that that actually that that com that conflict it's not really conflict. It's a shift in yeah. perspective and mindset is actually shaping us into the image mm. of Christ. I, I mean, I like the, the, the idea we've talked about in a different context, this sort of discipleship is rubbing against yeah. one another and rubbing mm. off on each other. Yeah. And I, and I think you need that in mm. real life because you, you, you need yeah. the online stuff, but you need to connect with people yeah. so that actually they can rub you up the wrong way because yeah. that's when your discipleship oh, becomes real. Yeah, 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 you know, if, if someone triggers you, yeah. that's when patience yeah. comes in. Well, you don't need patience if you're on your own yeah. watching. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. You need real-life people yeah. who are going to trigger you sometimes. Not that that's an invitation to do that, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you need people in, yes. in your face a little bit. Yeah. To, to, so there is that rubbing Yes, and there is that building together as well. So there's space for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think we found some things have been successful for yeah. us as Icon Church. If I just highlight a few things for like Alpha Course, yeah. oh yeah, online Definitely. has been a huge success for yeah. us in the fact of you know like when you know I say to someone, hey, <laughs> there's a twelve week course you can do uh, about exploring yeah, yeah. Christianity. <laughs> it's like twelve weeks, like th like that's like. Th three months yeah yeah um 
But actually online, we've seen the retention rate on that yeah. really I, high. Mm. And people and probably higher than in it. the room, actually. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. a lot yeah, higher than in yeah. the room. And so that's been a success. Our small groups, yeah. they've grown. Attendance has grown in that. People yeah. connecting with that. Yeah. Um, I'm just thinking even of our leadership meetings. Yeah. Mm. They've become more accessible yeah. for people and able to do that. And, you know, I'd encourage people don't just, like, have a look how to run an online meeting. Yeah. Um, because, don't just try it. Yeah. But do that. So we've had some successes, but also there are challenges yeah. Um, yeah. behind it. You know, you mentioned like, you know, rubbing, you know, rubbing up against each other. Well, if you rub me up the wrong way on a, on a Zoom, I'm going to leave meeting or I'm just yeah. going to turn I my camera snoo- off. I'll snooze you for, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Snooze you for 30 yeah, days yeah. or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll put it on mute or something, yeah. or, you know, yeah, yeah. close down yeah. the video. I mean, there, there is some challenges with digital discipleship. We've got to be real with that as yeah. well. Like, I'm just coming to that, like mm. people, I suppose, can't hide behind a screen. It's easy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like if someone's... T- talking about an issue and somebody on the other side doesn't like it it's you know they can just switch off the screen or hide behind there where it's harder to do that in a group setting you know so there is challenges there really Um, and what, what, what are the other challenges we think there is well, we we got the verse the laying on of hands. Yeah, um, we're not do that. able to do that. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. Pastoral aspect yeah. of it, um, being able to do that. I Although think... on Sunday, we had a healing. Exactly. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. So uh, on on Sunday at the yeah. end of the service, um, we we felt we felt to pray for people, and we just said like you know lay hands on yourself. Um, obviously, or if there's somebody with you who's in your bubble, get them to lay hands on you. Yeah. And we had, um, you know, a, a wife laid hands on her husband and her husband's suffering from arthritis and for over a year hadn't been able to clench his fist. Wow. Um, and then uh, we got a message Sunday afternoon that his hand had been healed and then he sent me uh, an email and a photograph of him clenching wow. his fist on yeah. Monday morning. So, um, you know... I I think I think the the issue is to think about what are the elements of discipleship like we've talked mm. yeah. what what the elements of discipleship what can you do online and what what can you not fully do online yeah. what are the bits that you actually yeah. need the the physical the interaction uh with people but you situation like so in your message on because you spoke on Sunday in your message you said you know like you framed it if you're in a bubble yeah you know get somebody to lay hands you know and you kind of alluded yeah. to the whole thing I'm you know like we miss this yeah but it's also a moment to be creative yeah and to equip the people equip the church to yeah. like hey it's not just down to the pastor yeah. or the leader no no you're in your home yeah. This can happen. If you're on your own, lay hands on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, exactly. You know, I, I think there is a lot of physicality about our faith. Um, yeah. Jesus didn't wait till the Zoom technology was in to come. <laughs> he came physically in the, incarna- in the incarnation. We take bread and wine as physical yeah. uh, elements, which we won't get into all the theology of that, but for me, the physicality of that. You looked at me when you said that. <laughs> no, I didn't think you were going to go for it, but I do think it's the physicality of that, the laying on of, yeah. the laying on of hands. Yeah. 
um, you know, there's another verse, greet one another with a holy kiss. We, yeah, we, yeah. we tend to miss out the kiss, but we hug people, yeah. don't we? And mm. we, yeah. in, in Christian community, if that, if that puts you off, then, uh, like, you know, we don't, don't worry. We don't we'll f- do a high five. We'll do high five. Fist bumps. Yeah. We start with high fives, fist bumps, <laughs> yeah. elbows, but, um, <laughs> but there's a lot of physicality around our faith because we're, we're wired that way. Mm. And I think, so here's, here's something I, I read um, and I understand that a baby, uh, just a, a small child, a human baby, can actually tell the difference if it sees a parent on a screen mm. or a per- parent in person. Mm. Even without the physical touch in person, it knows if the parent is in the room and, and that matters more. So there are elements that where we need that, that mm. physicality. However... <clears throat> I'm quite positive about the fact of what we can do digitally. Yeah, I, I, I think you're true. Yeah. And I think we just need to think through a little bit more, like the discussion, like the yeah, comments. Yeah. I think that there's that, like the the challenge, where can we have robust conversation? Yeah. You know, some of the stuff that perhaps doesn't happen as much online that's involved in discipleship. Yeah. Are there ways that we can... That's why we're exploring, because we, we're yeah. just asking the questions, yeah. aren't we, like everyone else? Yeah, definitely. And I think there is something powerful about the, the genius of the and. You know, yeah. like you mentioned something there, just picking up on that idea of the gaps. Yeah. So there is some things that digital discipleship will miss, mm. but equally, there's a lot we can gain. Yes. So I think, uh, obviously, as we're exploring this idea of digital discipleship, there's spaces there for both. And, mm. and I don't know, I, I think it would be... Um, a, a big struggle to not use digital discipleship because that's the way we're going. Yeah, you know? so you, definitely. There's got to be something there where we, we recognise the gaps mm. and people recognise the gaps, but just because there's gaps doesn't yeah. mean you shouldn't use it. No. Yeah. And I think if people aren't careful, they'll say, well, it's missing this, it's missing that, therefore it's not real. Yeah, mm. dismiss it. And dismiss it. And, and maybe that's just no. a, a bad way to look at it. Mm. Well, Nathan, you mentioned Alpha, but obviously we're exploring for the later in the year. Mm. What else can we do online yeah, yeah. that actually could work at least as well or even better than in the room things like the marriage course mm, you know th- things like courses on the holy spirit and baptism in the spirit where the access people don't have to travel mm. so you know you, you've took out 20 30 minutes of travel minimum for people yeah. maybe an hour's travel and that's locally but that's you've got local. to think also globally yes yeah people will be connecting in couldn't yeah. they yeah so so we're thinking through are there other things that we could try mm. and explore does that work digitally to move people towards christ to move people further along and then the other thing i think i think this is the big win um is the foyer of the church Brilliant. has moved yeah yeah i agree yeah. so the, like if I was to look back at the last 15 years of our church, I would say the foyer of our church uh, was our website yep. 15 years ago. Then it became our podcast. People were listening. Mm. Then it became our YouTube channel. That yeah. was the foyer. Yeah. Of, this is for people locally. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, we built a huge, in our building uh, in Chesterfield, we had a huge physical space, foyer. Yeah because we wanted people to have pre and post service buzz. But the foyer now has just moved right out into the community, into yeah. the world. Mm. So we find people like connecting with us, watching with us. Mm. You know, we like we had one couple watched our services for six weeks 
before they even thought about showing yeah. up at our building. Yeah. And so that our foyer is right out there now. Yeah. So our, our reach, our potential reach to start a relationship with people mm. and then start to move them towards Christ has only increased. It got better. And just thinking of that story, I mean, there was another story of um, our campus in Stocksbridge. Stocksbridge, mm -hmm. yeah. Somebody was going past the building, yeah. seen the sign, yeah, uh, and then went online. So, I mean, I think they would have went online even if we had had physical yeah. services yeah. at that point in yeah, time. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. I think it would have went on, had a look, explored. They're, mm. they're doing all the exploring online before they even get to the building. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's a win for the church. It really is. Yeah. And that person brilliant. And, came yeah. to the service on the Sunday online, online. Yeah. and then joined Alpha straight yeah. away on the Monday. Yeah. Yeah. And this Sunday, after this recording, we won't... Uh, will actually physically for the first time yeah. the church. be in the building. Mm. Yeah. And and like just to kind of wrap it up and wrap up the story as well, they were three weeks late on Alpha, but yeah. because of online, one of our great people on the Alpha team mm. spent time with Extra them time. online. Yeah. So they didn't have to physically travel. Let's yeah. go to, no, we'll do it online and caught them up. So yeah. they were in that place and so like we've said digital discipleship is here to stay yeah um i think we've also said there has to be some element of personal connection yeah and i don't think it's either or i think the future is and mm -hmm. yeah and uh i think for any church leader out there it's you know like us we're exploring mm -hmm. what is online yeah and what is in person what's better online and yeah. what's better in person. And that might mean, hey, we're just going to try something. We're going to yeah. try, you know, we just tried the Alpha course online. Yeah. Yeah. We're just going to try something online to do that. Any final thoughts, comments before we finish? No, I think we're exploring digital discipleship and I think we're going to uncover some things that that we can do better to move people towards becoming more like mm. Christ yeah. and some things online that we can do better. And some things will be a hybrid, mm. you know, as well. Yeah, no, that's yeah. where I, I was on my mind there, that, that this idea that it's going to be a hybrid. Yeah. And we've got to be willing to accept that, you mm -hmm. know, not not be frightened of that hybrid model. Yeah. It's there to stay. And we've I think people have just got to embrace it. That would be my take on it. Great.